Hello, everyone. Welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. Today, we're going to talk about it's not what you say, but how you say it. You know, you can set the mood by the tone in your voice. If you're yelling and angry, then you're going to get that other person all hyped and kind of angry too. If you're yelling and you're happy, they're going to feel that too. If you're talking and you're about to cry, then they're going to feel sad for you. If you want to get your point across, then you will have a tone in your voice that will set the mood. Other people can hear these attitudes in the tone of your voice. Now in texting, you can't hear tone. Like my husband, he will not text. At least he used to not text. Now he's starting to text. But he would not text because he said, I don't know who on the other end of that phone. And I did not agree with this. And I thought he was being a bit excessive. But one time I texted my son and his girlfriend answered the text. I immediately knew that this was not my son because of the way the words came out in the text. I know the way my son talks and it was not the way that he would have formed his sentences to respond to me. So I knew that it was not him. And I didn't say anything. I just didn't text anything back because I wasn't trying to talk to her. I was trying to talk to him. So it mattered not what she thought. I'm trying to talk to my son. She was not his wife. And until they become wives, they are just girlfriends. Even in the movie, Little Shop of Horrors. I'm sure most of you have seen that movie. That movie is kind of old. It came out in the 80s. Little Shop of Horrors. That plant was singing the verse in the song. And he was singing, you better watch your manners and you better watch your tone. Because he didn't want to be disrespected. That's funny though, a plant in the movie. Anyway, maybe sometime your parents may have said, you better watch your tone, young man, or you better watch your tone, young lady. Maybe you better watch what you say. <laughs> Who do you think you are? That's what my parents would say. Who do you think you're talking to? It does matter when you put on the charm to say what you have to say. Because it isn't what you say, it is how you say it. How you have the tone, the words that you put together to make it say and make it sweet the best that you can. Things can be misunderstood in a text, like I said, because you cannot hear the tone in which it is said. Now, sometimes the way a message is written or it reads 
that you have no idea what they are meaning because depending on the tone, it can mean one thing or depending on the tone, it can mean another thing. But sometimes it comes in loud and clear with emojis and capital letters and punctuation. Now in conversation, you need to be more tone aware. One of my sisters can put bass in her voice. And when I was younger, it might have made me cower. But now, as an adult, I will say to her, now just wait a minute, and we'll start laughing. Or we'll call her Anthony, which is short for Anthony Hamilton, which I don't even know where that came from. But when she gets bossy, we'll say, okay, Anthony, and she'll laugh. I don't even know how that got started. I think that one of my sisters, when she put that bass in her voice, the other sister wanted to call her a male name, and she just said Anthony. And then Hamilton, based on our father, founding fathers, but I don't even know how it all became, but it's really funny when she puts that deep in her voice and she'll say something in a way that she is the boss and we'll be like, okay, Anthony. And then we'll just laugh because she knows that she has this trait and she'll just laugh because she knows that we're not kids anymore and we're not paying her any attention with that deepness in her voice. Now, Hamilton, as I said, was one of the founding fathers and he was George Washington's protege. You know, George Washington, the first president of the United States of America. But I don't know Anthony Hamilton. The only Anthony Hamilton I know is a singer and that doesn't have anything to do with bossiness however when my sister put that bass in her voice and we say anthony and she'll start laughing we even told my father who i've told you guys is 87 and he just laughs so hard because he knows she put that bass in her voice with him and now that he's 87, he can't do anything but laugh at her as well because we all know that she is just being bossy and trying that putting bass in her voice as a technique. Now, if you listen to my episode, it's not what happens to you, but it's how you react. Then you heard me talk about my uncle who was institutionalized. He would call my sister's name when he was in the institution. And after he had been out for a long time, and I was taking him to the grocery store and we were having a deep conversation about his past because I was very interested in how he ended up in the situation that he did end up in and I was questioning him about that. So one of my questions was, why were you calling my sister's name while you were in the institution? 
And he laughed and he said, because when your parents would leave, they would leave her in charge. And so in my mind, she was the one in charge and the one that could help me to get out of the situation I was in. But of course, he was in an institution which he was not in his right mind. So that totally was, <laughs> was just part of what he was going through because she couldn't help him in his situation. I guess my sister always would put that voice in her voice because it used to work when we were younger. She is a very sweet person and it's our little joke and it's always so funny and we laugh and she knows to back up when we say, Anthony, okay, you're going too far. <laughs> and that's really all that means. It just puts a halt and then we start laughing because we know that nothing is meant by it. And most of the time is followed by, and for your information anyway, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> now, we all know how to ask for what we want and put on charm and ask really nicely because sometimes it can make the judgment of whether you get what you want or not. If your ass come and ask real nice and real sweet, then people are gonna lean towards giving you what you want. And most of the time they'd be like, just, well, because you ask so nice, or because it's you, or because, because if you come and you're demanding and blah, 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 and being rude and disrespectful, then it's gonna make a person not wanna give you whatever it is you're asking for. You can also make a statement with your tone and your attitude. One time I had a brand new SUV and somebody stole all four tires off my car. I hadn't even had the car for two weeks. I called the police and when they came to take the police report, the police asked me did I have insurance? Like I was wasting his time making a police report. I was so angry that I told him I would show him proof. But I didn't understand what me having insurance had to do with him taking a police report. So I said, okay, wait right there. I'll be right back with the proof. So instead of going in and get that little insurance card that they give you, I am old school and I like everything on hard copy paper. And so I went in the house and I got this thick policy. It had to be a hundred pages or more. And I came outside and I slammed it on the hood of the SUV and I said, now, can you do your job and take your police report? I think he got the message because his whole attitude changed. 
and he treated me with the respect that he should have came with in the beginning. As if I was not already having a horrible day, he added to it by just not coming and doing his job and then I had to make that statement with my attitude by slamming that paper on the hood of the car to let him know I know what you're doing and this has nothing to do with you doing your job. Do you know you can even tell someone off? And they never even know it until they think about it later. They are smiling and you are smiling and then they think about it later and they like, you know, he or she really just told me off. For example, my parents being very religious, my husband went to ask for my hand in marriage. Does that still even happen? Do men, you go ask for the hand of the daughter's marriage? I don't know. It should happen because it is something respectful, but we're not talking about that now. Anyway, he seen my mother first. And before he asked my dad, he asked my mother, thinking that she was easy prey and that she would definitely say yes because he is so very charming. And she said, with a smile on her face, after he asked, could I marry your daughter? She said, you are not supposed to give your daughters to the heathens. I looked. He was still smiling with this look on his face. Not only was that unexpected, but what the heck did that mean? So then I elaborated on it and I told my mother that my three sisters before me had gotten married to men that had just came to church to find a wife. At least we were being honest because my husband was not trying to portray that he was all religious and gonna follow the leader. He was very much his own person. And I told my mom that and of course they end up saying yes because really what choice was there? Because if you eliminate your ties and relationships, then you may not get those back. So they said yes, and my father said yes, and then he was the one who actually married us. People that know me will sometimes say to me, I think you should tell so-and-so something, especially if it's something unpleasant that maybe the person might get upset about. I'm like, why you want me to be the one to say it or tell it? And they, they're like, you know, you have a way of saying things to people where they receive it better. But the only thing that I do is talk to people 
in real language, in real time. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I want to talk to you in a way that I would like for someone to tell me. And that is one of the things that we must remember. I will treat people like I want to be treated. That was the first thing that when I sent my children to homeschooling, she taught my children that. And I thought that that was a great thing to live by, that everyone should think of this before they open their mouth to another person. As I said in the very beginning, you have to watch your tone. And if someone is mad at you and talking loud and with bad language, I put my hand up and I say, sir, ma'am, I am not talking to you in this way and I am not going to allow you to talk to me in this way. Not to raise my voice. If need be, I'll go monotone. And what I mean by monotone is I will not raise my voice or lower my voice. I just talk in the same tone. Therefore, nothing can be misconstrued about what I'm saying except for the words that are coming out my mouth because there is no tone but monotone so that you can understand what I am saying and hear me clearly. We need to also be good listeners. So we respond in a way that will help solve the problem. If you listen, then you can hear what people need to hear. But if you cannot offer any resources to help them or anything that you think can be of service to help them, then it is okay to say, I am sorry, but I cannot help you. It is okay to say, I don't know. I don't know. Usually that should be followed with, I don't know, but I'll try to find out. But I respect a person more for not wasting my time with false truths and just say, you don't know. You can respectfully say anything by the words you choose and the tone of your voice that you use. It is the way we help other people understand us. Communication is key in any relationship, whether it's a relationship at home, whether it's a relationship at school or at work. Just if you need to communicate with a stranger, be respectful. Be respectful to others like you would have them be respectful to you. You can't be disrespectful to a person and expect for them to be respectful to you. It doesn't even matter what age. You should always be respectful to others if you want to demand the same. Don't fall into the same hole as a person that is disrespectful. Keep in mind, again, I will treat people like 
you want to be treated. And if by chance you come across a person that is out of control, I mean, these situations will come about. I hope you will make that person look as crazy as they are acting by not engaging with the hostility, which would make them look like the lone fool. Yelling and out of control. If somebody is yelling and out of control all by themselves, then they're gonna look crazy. And once they realize that they are acting alone, it won't last long. You cannot fight by yourself. And you will feel like a fool and you will calm down or you will walk away. You will make some choices. You will not be standing there still yelling all by yourself. The bottom line is always check your manners. Check your tone. Be respectful to all if you want to be respected. Communicate the way you want to be communicated too. If you go by these suggestions, and remember, it's not what you say, but how you say it. Have a great day, guys. I love talking to you. And until the next time, someone should have told me. I am now on Facebook and Twitter, SSHTM. I will see you guys next time. Again, thanks for listening. Please follow me so you can get notifications when I post. And email me at sshtm at gmail.com with your comments and your suggestions of topics. If you send me a topic and I use it, I will email you and let you know when I spoke on your topic so you can look out for it. I really enjoy spending time with you. So until next time, have a great life until we speak again.